Peace, peace, everyone. This is your girl, Sequoia Blue. We're back in here for another episode today. And today we have a special guest. We have Victoria Rader. And she is going to talk to us about how to master the law of attraction, how to how to attract what you want in your vortex so we can win in this world. Hi, Sequoia. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So I'm going to start with the first question. I'm going to get right in it. Um, what was the inspiration behind your Prosper Me book? To put a huge story into one word, spirit made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's you right. know, I've written a bunch of books prior to that. And 2021, I had a, a really tight schedule with training and clients and speaking and in the midst of it all, it was like, you got to cancel everything for March. I'm like, what do you mean cancel everything for March? But I've learned to follow the prompting. I canceled everything. And a feeling came in to start writing on the book about gaining freedom, freedom in all areas of our life. I, I rebranded seven chakras as seven possibility centers, you know, because I really believe that's what they are. And so I started writing this book about gaining freedom and all of them only to realize is that, Oh, wait a minute, that's more like seven books. <laughs> so which one do you want to start with? And then it became clear that money's where we got to start right now. It is the lowest frequency chakra. And yet it is our first connection to this reality. It shows how we are actually functioning better than anything else. And so there it is. That's how the book was written. I love it. Um, like, what advice can you give to the audience that feel like uh, they don't know if it's their higher self telling them to do something or if it's just, oh, I got to do this to look like I'm doing it or to seem like I'm doing something? Like, how can people differentiate that? Because I notice like a lot of people don't know like what they want to do. And then they're like, they don't know how to tap into their higher self and know when it's coming from the spirit. I love it. Um, in a nutshell, it is it pushy? Is it quiet? You know, our ego, any part of our ego, and there's such a thing as a spiritual ego, right? I work with a lot of healers, and the spiritual ego is going to tell you, well, you are too good to be sick. Don't you know the programs that you should have shifted, right? There is a spiritual ego, right? And then there's a survival ego. And so it is the feeling of peace. It's a still, small voice. And it's the knowing, and we all have it. We're all born with it, and we all have it. And we know it. We just know it. We might argue against it, but we all know it. And we always know when we don't follow it, because we look back and we say, well, I had a, a little feeling. So it, it's never pushing. It's never pushy. It doesn't operate with FOMO. That makes you know, sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, it's no confusion. It's just like, that's what I got to do. It's no like, oh, let me ask the whole world. Let me sit here and stress about it. You just know. I love that. Yeah. Great answer. <laughs> um, and then I have a question about, okay, so I had someone tell me a while back about uh, the Thinking Grow Rich book and the science of getting rich. Now, someone told me that the science of getting rich was the original Thinking Grow Rich. Do you think like the science of getting, because I, I listened to both and I was like, hmm, they're so similar. But the science of getting rich, it's a different energy. So They're very different. I think the message is always going to be the same. Anything that's ever been written on money and anything that will ever be written on money, including my book, can be summarized in one, in one sentence. Trust. Mm. One word. 
one word, but because there are so many different pathways in which we blocked our trust into in divine guidance and in prosperity, different books open different keys. So I actually have a video course I taught as a part of my subscription, Quantum Freedom, on the science of getting rich, where I would teach a concept and then I would go into our subconscious mind and open the blocks to allow for the teaching to go deep to the core of our subconscious mind. And so Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich takes think there. He's very parallel to as a man thinketh with James Allen. But both of them have simplified it to the top three possibility centers, to chakras, to mind. While I think the science of getting rich deals with the more of a heart of the matter, it deals much more with the frequency of all creation. I call love, life originating, vibrant emotion, energy emotion. And so I think it is closer to the origin. Because even the book, you know, As a Man Thinketh, that is parallel, um, I mean, uh, As a Man Thinketh, does not give true representation. It's taken out of a psalm, I mean, of a proverb, actually. And the proverb that was written by the richest person of all times, King Solomon, historically still is the richest person, would wow. have had trillions of dollars right now. So want to listen to him. It doesn't matter whether you have, you know, Jew Jewish or Christian background or not, not at all. I'm saying the richest person in the world had something to share. I'm going to listen. And so the full proverb was, as a man thinketh in his heart. And so the 18th, 19th century philosophers disregarded the hard part. And we've started saying mind over matter. But what is over mind? Heart is over mind and mind is over matter. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That was a good one there. So did I <laughs> it's just the flow of the, the energy. <laughs> it just comes. I love it. And I love it. And I, you know, it's funny because I was reading uh, Florence Chivalshin, uh What was it? The this. What was the book called? Um, I forgot what that book was called by Florence Chivalshin. Yep, yep, I but, have it, but I don't. It doesn't matter. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to tell the audience so they can go and recheck it out, but I don't even remember. Y'all just Google it. You know, yeah. Florence Chivalshin because um, it it really teaches you how to to go through life, the game of life, and how to play it. There, there you go. go. Is that just pulling it up? Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just came to me. Like, that is like a, a notebook you keep with you at all times because sometimes we, we're trying to stay in the flow, but there's ebbs in our flow because all these things are going on death and our family members and, and just our own personal traumas. It's like, you have to keep, do you feel like we have to keep reminding ourselves that, you know, to get back on that frequency? Because I feel like a lot of times, a lot of people are getting off of it. They don't mean to, but. I just think it happens. You know, I have this, uh, it's, it's kind of the gospel from Vika. I have this understanding of the flow, right? I, I assign it um, to the four levels of awareness. So the first one is what flow, right? That's the people that are like, what are you talking about? Are you those crazy woo-woo people? You know, what flow? Mm -hmm. Then you go to the next level, which is, I know there is a flow. I want to get into it. So I'm purposeful about seeking out, studying, and growing. And we'll go through that, by the way. We'll go through the conscious okay. awareness of that. Then the third one is, oh, I am in the flow. I know when I'm connected. I know when I'm getting it. But what we're all striving for is unconscious competence, which is I am flow. And so what happens for us when we are flow because we don't have awareness that we are flow because the only time we have awareness is when we are out of it. 
And we say, oh, I know what it felt like. We actually slide out of it to pinch ourselves to go back in. Some of the most profound teachers that I've found to be, they have no idea that the wisdom is flowing through them because they're one with it. And so that's why we slide out. It's a natural process for us to go in and out so that we can say, yep, still know how to get back in. I'm still in. That's how I see you know, this it's natural, like you mentioned, we are going to slide out whether life kicks us out or our own, back to the one word, lack of trust kicks us out. Am I really in? That question slides us right out. Ooh, I like that. Because I've done that. Like, am I am I really in the flow here? And then I'll just, I'll just get back off because, you know, with social media and all the things that are going on, a lot of people are just all over the place because they're trying to keep up. They're trying to do this and that. And sometimes you get lost into what you were doing it for. And I think that's something that we have to, it's mindset is the main, the most important thing over a lot of things, because before you get the the money and the, whatever you're trying to do, your mindset has to, has to be right and strong enough to be able to check yourself. Cause some people don't even know what, when they're out the flow or if they're in the flow, because they're not conscious of themselves. And I think that's something that, needs to be taught in school but you know that's because oh. if I know if I knew back then what I know now things would be different because you you know because you'll be able to know what to do and to change certain things and choices would be different and I think that could help a lot of people right now in their in their journey and so yeah so that's why I'm just excited about what you're teaching and when you when you talk about EFT art when do you mean the tapping method to to yeah. tap out um uh, I guess, is it trauma that, you know, because... So, yeah, so the original EFT kind of started as an exposure therapy in 1980s, and then it developed into combining the meridians, the Chinese meridian uh, lines through our body that store energy blocks to release any energy block. Now, about a half a decade ago, I've um, created our own free me EFT because we add a little bit of feminine energy to it. Um, if you think of yin and yang, if you think of masculine and feminine energy, the healthy masculine energy purges and cleans. The unhealthy goes to war to destroy, right? But the healthy one has to create the space. It creates structure for the healthy feminine energy. Once again, we both, we all of us have both, so we're talking energy. So the feminine energy then comes in to create and to nurture. So EFT was very powerful as it was created, but it was a purging tool. So I had clients upon clients upon clients coming and saying, well, it just doesn't work for me because one of the laws, universe, of course, vacuum. Once you purge yourself from the emotion, unless you know how to reprogram yourself for a nourishing emotion, you will slide into just a higher frequency. So maybe from guilt, you'll go to anger. And so in Free Me FT, we take the masculine energy of purging, and then we add the heart tapping affirmation, which is you match the heartbeat and you program your heart to beat at a new frequency of the program that we want to have flowing through our blood. So that's kind of the adjustment to emotional freedom technique that we've done. And you're absolutely right. It's for trauma. It's for phobia. It's for pretty much anything. I tell people, tap your name so that any negative energy that you have associated with your name can leave your body. We don't always talk to ourselves nicely, right? Yeah. 
No, that's that's something that people have to work on. And, and that's why a lot of people are doing daily affirmations. You, you see TikTok and everything. People are saying, I am this, I am that. And at times, like, you can do it every day, but it doesn't always make you believe it. Like, I can say it every day. I am confident. But then I'm not, you know, I might go home and not be. But it's like we have to also believe it, too, because the affirmations are not going to take effect is it, you know as well so that's that's what I think about that but I do think that the tapping method is gr- is good and I think the method that you use is interesting because I think I'm gonna try that method <laughs> <laughs> well and what we got is um actually have an app it's called empower-me and it has a step up from affirmations it has oh, activations and so the activation is different from affirmation because it has the energy charge to it and the energy charge that that we're using to send through those activations is done through a theta healing technique. So it's called a download there where you take the energy and at a time of creating an affirmation, you actually charge it to be conveyed. It's a very powerful technique. The book Prosper Me, each law has the activation at the end and the app has those activations because as you have mentioned, it's not what we say, it's the feeling we have that we affirm. So if I'm saying, I'm a money magnet, and deep inside me, a little voice says, uh-huh, who are you kidding? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's who are you kidding that I'm affirming into my body, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's what I see a lot. I'm just like, because I actually did it, you know? It's like, what the heck? I'm sitting here saying, okay, I'm a millionaire, and then I'm like, it's well, like, uh, no, I'm not a millionaire not yet, no. <laughs> I got some work to do because then, you know, you don't want to, because I mean, for some people, you don't, I mean, I know it's not here, but some people, they feel like they don't have to do the work anymore. Like, I'm just going to get the money. It's going to come to me because I, I did my vision board. I, I sat here and I did my affirmations and then they wonder why it doesn't come. Well, you didn't invest. You didn't do the work because the universe wants to help us, but you got to help yourself. And that's what I keep telling people, you know, is that you have to help yourself and it, would it might take a long time. Yeah. Cause it depends on, you know, what hand you were dealt, but Anybody could do it. It just yep. may take time. And you get on social media and you're like, you see somebody made it in one month. You don't know if they're telling the truth. You don't know who they are. <laughs> you don't know. So you really can't, you can't go look at this highlight rule and be like, oh, I'm going to no. sit here and, 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 you know, make this a million in one month. We don't know what, what that person was doing. So it's just one of those things that I'm just trying to keep talking about and putting in people's vortex so they don't feel like they're behind, you know. And yeah, life is short, but it's, you know, you still have time to do what you need to do. Just start today, you know? So that's, that's how I look at it. Absolutely. And- you know, I talk about the law um, of growth in, in the book. And in the law of growth, I give the formula for success that pretty much describes what you're saying. And so where your results are mindset multiplied by skill sets multiplied by effort. And so you can master your mindset. And if your effort is a zero, if you know the basics of math, anything multiplied by zero is still a zero. zero. <laughs> so there happening. you go. I mean, you know, you just... <laughs> Yes. And, and that's the thing, because I see so many people saying, you know, oh, this always happens to me. This just keeps happening. It's just like, but I don't see you doing anything to change this, you know, and it's I know life is tough and, and people have dealt with things, but it's like we can all change this around. And then um, and as far as like I want to get back to the trauma situation, like mm-hmm. as far as trauma, do you feel like trauma goes away? Like somebody could just sit there and say, I don't have trauma no more. It's over. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't think it ever just goes away. You heal trauma. Um, I, I not only believe I have witnessed trauma healed and the word is resolved. 
I love the word resolved. You resolve trauma. You come to resolution where the story remains, but the emotional trigger is no longer present. And you no longer react to reality around you. You respond to it. So that's to me the point of healing. If I've gone through traumatic experience, there are all these subconscious triggers that re- that cause a reaction in me. And I know that I'm healed if all the triggers are present, but I am not reacting, right? So that's to me an indicator. And I think for a lot of us, it's very important to know the difference between trauma and drama. Because, oh. <laughs> because I tell people, I can help you heal your trauma. However, you will have to choose to let go of your drama. That is not <laughs> Good one. I like that. Because if you're just going to be a, a drama Nancy, because you just want the drama, you want to have this, you holding on to the story about something. Yeah. It's yeah. like the story's on your back every time you move. No, we can't you know and sometimes it's good to tell your story to say this is what happened but then it's like we can't say well and sometimes I slip into that too sometimes I'll say well this happened so that's why it's happening right now but I'm like nope 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 I can you know it happened but fix it now and I think it's just yeah no no I was gonna say it's very easy for each one of us because you know to know when we're doing what because we we want to hide trauma Mm -hmm. Uh, trauma is resolved and until it is we want to hide it Drama is repeated as a story oh. after story, as a way to seek attention. Yeah. So that's all there is to it. And that's not to say that if you're asked of how you got to something, to genuinely authenticate your story, to say this is what happened, right? That's just the story. Yeah. But it is finding excuses and seeking unhealthy attention through a story. Now, that's drama. But for those of us that have carried trauma, we don't want to talk about it. We want to hide it. That's the danger of trauma. Mm, that's true because it could fester up and then you react in a bad way to yourself yeah. or someone else. And yeah. that's and that's true because that's that's like a, a great segue into one more thing I want to talk about was like when it comes to I see so many people having issues with dating, right? And relationships and it's like they haven't resolved their traumas and it's like you know, or they don't know how to control it. They jump into a relationship and it's just explosion. And it's like, you know, we can all say, okay, you know, people do affirmations about dating and stuff and and who they want to attract and stuff. But then it's like, we also have to make sure we're ready for that too before we're adding someone else into the, to the picture. And that's what I don't see a lot of podcasts saying. And that's, you know, some of them are saying it, but now I'm like, that's something that needs to be talked about more is before you get into a relationship kind of, Working yeah. on that and still working on that because it doesn't you know, always go away, you know. So well, you know, if if I can add a value, um, I have this gorgeous process of manifesting your soulmate that oh, works wow. every single time. Has worked for many, many of my clients. Miracles happening. Does it what? require work? Is it fun work? Hundred percent. So I'm going to give you step by step in under three minutes. And I would challenge anybody to do that. Anybody. It's like bulletproof. It's gorgeous. Okay. So and you can't skip any steps. That's the big thing. You cannot skip the steps, but it works. It works. It works. And it works with anything. But let's let's give it as an example of manifesting a soulmate. So you have step number one. You're going to write down 50, minimum 50 qualities of what you want to have in your soulmate. You have to write it down. You just have to write it down. You wrote it down 50 qualities. 
do not leave obvious things down. My favorite story is my daughter. When, when I taught her the principle, she writes it out. She comes home from college. She's all excited. She's like, mom, I'm asked on a date by this perfect guy. He's incredible, blah, blah, blah. She goes to dinner. She comes home crushed. She's like, well, we're at dinner. And he says, you know, you're so phenomenal. If I were not gay, I would totally date you. Oh, no. We're <laughs> still best friends. Now, <laughs> she did not put straight on her list, okay? So put, put, please do not leave the obvious out. You want somebody single. You don't want to be number two. You don't want to be messing with married men or women, you know, whatever your <laughs> preference is. You want to put available as number one. So do not leave the obvious out. Available, right? And then orientation whatever whatever rocks your boat perfect but make sure it's on your list so yes. do not the first five are the obvious things the obvious things um and then you you're gonna put the other qualities that matter to you so you create that list as number one number two this is the cool part our subconscious mind for four hours after we fall asleep works on our last thought it's a phenomenal you know hack you're going to take one image at one quality at a time. So if let's say if you have kind, I think everybody's list should have kind, but let's say if you have kind on the list, I'm going to have you zoom on that one word and say, what would a kind person, what would a kind soulmate be like? What does that mean to me? They're kind. And you think about what it means to you. And then you imagine them treating you that way. You don't assign the face, right? You're letting God, you're letting universe to fill in the space for the face. But you are feeling what it is. Like for me, you know, what kind would be, I come home, I'm tired. And quietly, not saying anything, that person just rubs my feet for a minute. Just oh, an man. example. And I want you to so be on a frequency of that feeling that you're emotionally so overwhelmed by gratitude that you almost start tearing up for it as you drift to sleep. Mm. And then when you wake up the next day, like I said, it's a process. It works every time if you trust it. The next day you wake up and you say, now how am I going to be kind today to honor that frequency? And mm. through the whole day, you're going to ask yourself, what's this kind? What's the kindest way to do it? What is the kindest way I can possibly do this? And so you are now clear about what you're manifesting and you are sending it out to the universe. So the law of the harvest can pick it up as a seed you're sowing and coming back 50 days, one day at a time. Usually it doesn't take 50 days for you to meet uh, your first person on the list. It's phenomenal. Wow. It's worth it. And I got to tell you, if nothing else, at the end of 50 days, the transformation within you will be so phenomenal that you will know you are a gift to anybody. And the genuine feeling I'm a gift to anybody is what brings the right soulmate into your life. So, yeah. Oh, man, I'll show you on that one. I love it. This is this is some great juice here. So is this on your um, website, the course? It's not a course. It's just something I include in my online subscription training. So there you go. Oh, wow. You have it. Honestly, don't overthink it. You don't need to. You don't need to know anything more. I've given you all you need. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to read anything. Wow. You just have to <laughs> write a list and follow it, and you got it. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This was like some of the, the best advice I've heard in a long time as far as how to track your soulmate. I love it. It's amazing. Um, 
How did growing up in Ukraine prepare you for your career today? I mean, everything that's going on in Ukraine and yeah. like, I know it's going on right now, but how did it's it? It's hard. It's hard. It's tugging with my heart. You know, but I, I have lost family members in the war. It's been hard. Mm-hmm. You know, no question right. about it. No question about it. It's been very hard. Um, I was born in Ukraine when it was still a part of the Soviet Union. And I'm grateful for that part because we had no external freedoms. You had no freedom of choice. It was non-existent. For election, you could choose out of one candidate and the choice was yes or no. And if you chose no, the party called you and made sure you knew what you were choosing because if you didn't choose yes, you better had a mental, uh, you know, know, you would be incarcerated. So there was no freedom of choice. You didn't, you know, you didn't choose which classes to take in high school. Everybody took the classes. Well, it's not true of the languages. You could choose one of the two foreign languages to study, but everything was preset for you. The choices as such were eliminated. And the reason I'm grateful for that is because very early on, I realized that the true freedom lies not in a prison outside of me, but in my freedom kingdom in my mind. Nobody, nobody got to mess with it, touch it, or walk through it or control it. And in my mind, I was walking on the Great Wall of China, which, by the way, I have. And I was, you know, and so in a country that was not allowing people out, I was dreaming of seeing the countries and I've been in over 40 countries now and I continue to travel. So it was a gift to realize what true freedom is, that the true freedom is the freedom over what's happening internally. So when the Soviet Union fell apart and Ukraine became independent, Mm -hmm. the war that you see right now is the war between freedom and enslavement again, right? Because Ukraine decided to walk the freedom path and it decided to say, we're going to let people honor their choices while Russia continued to, on the, on the shaking path of eliminating those choices. You know, in the beginning, there were more choices given and slowly and surely the choices started being taken away, reversing back more to the regime from which it was freed. And there's just two very different patterns on the political scheme where you see the freedom and the full control. And I'm a firm believer in the end, freedom always prevails. Yes, it does. It does. Oh, man. I like that. That's a that's a positive disposition to keep during this time in Ukraine. So, mm-hmm. wow. Um, if there was one teaching wait a minute, if there was one teaching, one message you had to share, what would it be? Like, what would you share to someone? Um, you know, we've, we've talked about freedom, and I think that would be probably the message. Um, my, my all-time favorite story uh, that inspired all my work, I think, you know, my subscription group is called Quantum Freedom, for that matter. You know, I'm passionate about it. And so I heard that story, and it, I've told it a thousand times probably and I feel it very strongly every time and that's the story that takes you back to 1400s late 1400s there's a sculptor in Italy whose name is Donatello and Donatello is commissioned to carve a statue out of a slab of marble he studies it for many months and while the marble is a large you know a large slab it has a lot of veins which in marble language is bad bad marble causes cracks and he says, I really cannot carve anything out of it. And so he discharges the slab of marble. Fifty years later, the same slab of marble 
is found by Michelangelo, who out of that slab of marble carves what's considered to be one of the most famous sculptures of the Western world that still stands in Florence, which is a sculpture of David. And the line that Michelangelo says, was reported to say when he is asked, how could you possibly carve this perfect sculpture out of faulty marble? He says, I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. I, oh, I choke up. Wow. Every- <laughs> I love that. I know I choke up every time because whenever you look at yourself in the mirror, the stuff that's just there just that you want to release is just marble. <laughs> There's an angel inside and you're called to free it. So that's that's what that's what fires me up every morning I to do the work that. that I do. I love that. And we definitely need teachers like you, more teachers, because this is, I can feel it, I can feel your energy. I can feel, I can just feel it. And I'm I'm just, I know you're inspiring so many people right now. And um, I'm just grateful to have you. Um, So what are the steps of shifting your mindset from broke to prosperous? And this is, you know, one of the biggest (laughs) topics out there, because sometimes I feel like a lot of people have a broke mindset. Well, it's always been like this, this is what's going to be. And you know, um, it, and they just feel like they can't do it, you know, and it's, it's, it's a form of broke mindset because it's not abundant, you know? Yeah, I'm going to make it easy in terms of A's. I like, I like things that are remembered easily. And so we'll just look at four A's. And in terms of prosperity, you start with awareness, you continue with alignment, you go into action, and it brings abundance. So first, you have to be aware, fully aware of where you are. Are you in survival? Are you in stability? Are you in success? Are you in significance? You can just go to the next step. You cannot go from survival to significance. That's where most people are stuck. They are stuck in the impossibility of violating every universal law. Be aware of where you are and strive to arrive at the next level, joyfully celebrating. How do you do it by aligning? How do you, how do you become aware? You notice what you notice very important we all think we're more positive than we actually are we all think we're more aware than we actually are so if we want to love ourselves fully and completely and accept ourselves another a start noticing what you're noticing are you noticing when people are happy and are you happy with them for them or are you thinking it's just so unfair that they got that thing that i've been trying to manifest (laughs) you know it is that about yourself yeah because how you notice is what you're creating. So first become aware and then become aligned. Be at a frequency of feeling that you want to experience more and more and more and more. And then act. It's got to be an aligned aware action. Act. And I like to oversimplify things. So you wake up in the morning, you're going to ask the question, what is the one thing I can do today to bring me closer to my dream? What is your dream? What is the one little step you can do? Take it take it. Um, and it will invariably lead to a life of abundance. Yes, I totally agree. I think, I think the main thing is just starting, just starting the process, like you said. And it's like, it, it, you know, you think about most people, why they don't make it, it could be in any field. And it's just because they didn't start it. They didn't start it or they didn't do their part. Because when I went to LA and I went and did some acting auditions, I used to, people used to always be like, oh, people don't make it out there. But what I noticed when I went out there is that no one was doing the work. People were working to survive. They couldn't get pictures done. I'm talking about living with eight people. They barely, they worked at Starbucks, but it was barely enough money to get their pictures done or anything. So it was like they just didn't have 
and it's not that it's their fault, but it's like I think that you know they're trying to do the best they can the way with the way they can, but they can't show up all the time. Some didn't have a car. I mean, it's just different factors as to why someone didn't get yeah. somewhere or fast enough. You know, because you got to get there if you don't give up. But if but the fact that it's taking you longer is just, and that's the thing, and that's why I said some some people just weren't show you know doing the work or showing up and like getting. You know, it's just so many things I've seen, Nelly. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, you know, it's such an interesting point you're making because I think there's been so many teachings about being versus doing and saying, well, we're spiritual beings, not spiritual doings. And what it creates, it actually creates an unnecessarily rift because it misuses the law of polarity. It's as if if I'm doing, I cannot be being. <laughs> And it's very important to realize that you can be doing things through the place of being. You can be connected and aware and expanded through every action. And for a lot of people, I think not taking uh, the whole, like I was talking about spiritual ego, it becomes an excuse. Well, I'm just going to go meditate. I don't need to take the steps. But that's the, that's the poison of spiritual ego saying, well, if only I'm being, I don't need to be doing anymore. That just doesn't work that way. Our spirits chose these bodies. Isn't that funny? Why don't we know it is the fact that we have a physical body? Yeah. It's not a waste of molecules. <laughs> it's here for a reason. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, and that's and that's the thing. And that's what I tried to inspire people when I lived in L.A. I was just like, just just go and do the small projects or even try to get because even if you work a job and it's paying, you know, it's not Starbucks, but paying enough money for you to do what you got to do. Because I got people was mad at me because I was in tech and I, you know, I was like, I have to make the money so I can keep the pictures up and do things that I was doing. And and then for anything, podcasting, everything I was doing. So I was like, you can't just sometimes it is okay to get a high paying job if it's there, you know, and to take it. So I think there's different routes that people can think of to get to their goal faster. So yeah, I like that. Um and but before we wrap it up, what do you have coming up that you want everyone to know about? Hmm. Well, let me think. We have so many projects. I better think of a couple fun ones. <laughs> uh, well, you know, one thing is one thing that's fun that's available now. If you go to my site, youtoshine.com backslash money, yu number two shine.com backslash money, you can take a quiz that's called What's Your Money Healing Mode? It's a great quiz. It shows you the emotion through which you process money. I think, and it's free, but it kind of aligns you with the first three laws to study. In terms of what's coming up, I've had a lot of clients say, I teach this concept, asking you shall receive is not asking for things, is asking the right questions. And I teach them how to frame questions so that the reality can respond with manifesting. Now, that's so much demand on doing something about it that we're creating a card set that'll be called Create Me, and it'll be questions that you can pull out, ask and focus on creating that reality for that day. So that's one of the main projects that I think is coming up next. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, everybody, please go to her website, support her. This is an amazing spirit here, and you will learn a lot. I'm actually going to be on there taking the quizzes and stuff as well, because I'm I'm still growing in my spiritual journey and learning and um, spreading my messages. And also, so um, what is a saying or quote that you go by? 
from me, the one that I use is notice what you notice because what you notice is what you create. That's just kind of me. Uh, and, and I, you know, I teach it and I say it for myself. But in terms of hearing it from somebody else, it would be the great Shakespeare that inspired everything to be or not to be. That is the question. That's how I define my dominant frequency. Am I focusing on being, being fit, being proactive, being beautiful, being contributing? Or am I sliding into frequency not to be overweight, not to be sick, not to be ignored, right? So I always refocus my frequency by using good old Shakespeare to be or not to be. That is the question. Oh, I love that. I always love that quote by Shakespeare. Oh, man. I love the other quote, too. We're all merely players on the stage because... I do feel like we're players on the stage. That's a whole nother topic, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it is, this is like a, our own metaverse, the world in a different way. You yeah. know, they're talking about metaverse. Now we're in a metaverse because, <laughs> you know, I believe we go to another d- dimension when we leave, but you know, that's a, that's another topic for another day. On that one. <laughs> I got so much to say about that one, but, um, but I want to say thank you so much for coming on here today and taking your time with me and spreading your messages and your your uh, information and, and your joy. And um, I want to thank everybody for watching. Please go and check out Victoria's website, support her. And I also will add the website in my show notes. Everybody will be able to find it. And thanks for supporting me. Please subscribe and um, share if you care. And be blessed and be safe, everyone. Thank you, Sequoia. You're welcome.